got a boyfriend. <laughs> Why? You want to ask me out on a date? Maybe. Do you have a boyfriend? No. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking Back to the Franken Sisters <laughs> podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Paris. And I'm Sarah. This is our friend Sarah. I'm hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, full disclosure: we have all taken some shots of vodka. How are you feeling, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, good. good. <laughs> How are yes. you feeling, Paris? <laughs> feeling good. I ate so. Yeah, we ate some rice, so we're feeling a little better now. But I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a little bit tipsy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so tonight we're talking about Scream. Or, yeah, Paris, you've seen Scream. I have, once. Did you like it? I did. I really did like it. I see why it's a 90s cult classic. Are we about to kiss right now? (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, so so you've obviously heard of Scream. Yeah. And you recognize Ghostface. Yeah. What do you know about it? And Drew Barrymore's in it, right? Yes, she is so in it. it's on TikTok. Yeah, that audio is on TikTok. I know. It's super popular right now. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm talking to. And then there's like an edgy noise. Yeah. It's like. I don't think that's it. it. Yeah, absolutely. She's only in it for like. Well, shut up, Paris. (laughs) 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 You're going to give it away. It's supposed to be a surprise for Sarah. I know something about this movie, though. Oh, what do you know about it? I that either based off of murders or murders happened after. Yes, actually, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. So it's ba- well, the writer, Kevin Williamson, who actually, Paris, wrote um, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, which is kind of crazy because they're totally different movies. I mean, because Scream is kind of a movie that pokes fun at that whole, you know, the teen slasher genre. Yeah. But then uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Have you heard of I Know What You Did Last Summer? I've heard of it, but it, I don't know anything about it. It's a total cliche, but it's oh, yeah. so it's it's kind of funny. But yeah, so the, it, it is it, the writer Kevin Williamson was uh, was inspired by the Gainesville Rippers, which is basically a dude who um, broke in to girls houses and then murdered them he sucks i hate that guy man, man would what a loser man would man would. creepy man would there's but good he guys. was caught they're, so they're that's stinkers, good man oh what losers yeah serial killers they're you know what's real. so funny is they always show them and they're always the most this is gonna sound mean but the most like doughy losers like they just no. are the most ugly goofy doughy losers i've ever seen in my life i totally agree yeah. like because you know how people were like obsessing over ted bundy yeah, and, and they were like, "Oh my god, he's oh, so cute! Ew, he's so he's ugly. so he's ugly!" Such a and it's too. like when him. you watch interviews with him, it's clear he's a sociopath. Oh, he he's ew. a total nut job. Yeah, like he's on, he's being interviewed for the murders of these girls. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, tee you know, I oh, hope I'm found innocent." He sucks. I'm so glad he's dead. He's a terrible I'm liar. I'm so glad Ted Dunn. What's I, I hate him, <laughs> you know. But it's like, how did p- nobody be like, "Yeah, this guy's totally lying right now"? Or the night like, stop 
rocker. Like people love him. Oh, and that Richard guy's, Ramirez. Yeah, he's Ew. off his rocker. He's no. so gross. He was supposed to be really smelly and had a tiny. He, yeah, and they fixed his teeth. That's the only re- like before what? The, yeah, <laughs> before the trials, they fixed up his teeth to give him a better, and so that made him more attractive. But he's actually just a stinky loser. Yeah, I he's hate gross. him. I Richard hate Ramirez. them. I hate all of Ew, them. Doughy losers. So don't be serial killers. <laughs> they're creepy. If I'm being honest, like. All the yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because like when people are like, "Oh my god, he's so sexy." He's not. He's not. He is not. No, people who write like love letters to like Chris Watts. Do you know Chris Watts? I hate that loser. Yeah, what a massive like, loser. Write Sorry. love letters to him, and it's like, yeah. why? He's. So I gross. can fix him. What an idiot! <laughs> and he's so stupid. You gotta be brain dead. He's so dumb. Yo, bro, I watched this clip of him when Shanann was talking to him on her like Facebook yeah. live thing. Yeah, and she showed him her pregnancy test, which was pink, and he's like, "Oh, it's pink. Does that mean it's girls?" God, he's so dumb. He's so. What dumb. person? What person does what he does Ugh. or does what he did and is not actually so stupid? He's and you've got to be demented. It's like, really, how do you think you're going to get away with this? But you know what? We should talk about true crime. Yes, one yes, of these episodes. I think that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Scream was based off the Gainesville Ripper. Um, and but also the thing that I love about Scream is that it's kind of like a love letter to people who love horror movies. Yeah, I think you can enjoy it if, even if you're not a horror movie lover, right? Because it's very it. It's very subversive, but at the same time filled with cliches. Yeah. Um, But it's just like every scene is a head nod to another horror movie. So if you're an avid fan like I am, then you're like, yes, this is me. I know every single reference in this movie. Um, Oh, that's so fun. It is fun. It's nice when people make things with love and for other people that love things. Yeah. Like, it's a passion project. It really was a passion project. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Because doesn't he ask her on the phone? That's the only thing. He asks her what her favorite scary movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh Uh-huh. What's your Uh, favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? And that's a big thing. They talk about scary movies pretty much throughout the film yeah um which it's it's just a lot of fun it's just a lot of fun we like it cute all right so what i kind of wanted to do was explain it to you and kind of check in without or throughout the movie gosh can you tell i had so how many shots of vodka (laughs) i don't know how many like four (laughs) but um i kind of wanted to check in with you throughout us talking about it to see if you had any idea who the killer is oh because what's so fun about it is i feel like at its heart it is such a good murder mystery (gasps) and i remembered i watched it um a few years ago but it had been a really really long time since i watched it and i totally forgot who the kill the killer was (gasps) fun and so and i was like i i was pretty sure i knew who it was but but it wasn't until the very final scenes where i was like I don't know who this is. <laughs> I have a guess, but I'm not totally positive. Oh, I love that. There's so many pieces of media I wish I could forget and like experience that. So that's cool that happened for you. Me too. Me too. Paris, were you able to like kind of guess who you thought it was? No. It's been a while since I've seen it for the first time, but I don't think I had any idea who it was. Not, not until the final scene? Yeah, no. They did a really good job on like hiding it 
you yeah. know? Yeah. Huh. Are there like hints though? Like there are. If you like watch it again, will you like pick up on them? You think you oh, or totally. if you're like really tuned in, if you're like Hercule Poirot or That's Sherlock or something. Like we were talking about Agatha Agatha Christie the last um, episode we did, and it's like it's actually such a brilliant movie. How little bits it's real. It's a very detailed and complex movie, and I think you don't really realize that because it's like poking fun. It's very um self-aware yeah kind of in the way that actually the only other movie that comes to mind when i think about scream and like that sort of film is cabin in the woods do you agree oh yeah yes i, say, I love that cabin in the woods so maybe i would maybe i would like scream i could watch it you after. might like maybe. scream because it's not it's not a gory movie yeah it is a scary movie and i think that's something they did i don't even think it's even too scary either it's just kind of creepy on like the creepy vibes but like I don't know. I don't think you would be scared watching yeah. it. I, I don't know. You know what? I watched it last night to take notes for this. And then before I went to bed, I made sure my door was locked like oh my 10 gosh. times. But it is. I mean, it, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's like a gory movie. I wouldn't say it's like super scary, like in the same vein as like hereditary. Yeah. But it is, you know, it's, it's a slasher movie. Yeah. Um, do you ever watch slasher movies? I'm guessing no, not. But Have you ever watched any? Never. Paris, do you like slasher? I love slasher. Slash them bitches. Oh. What? In Slash them pussy. No. <laughs> what? Paris. No. No. <laughs> in Cabin in the Woods, I got sad because there was a unicorn and then the unicorn was impaled evil. someone and it made me really upset. Actually made me upset. I was sad. Did it really? <laughs> I loved that part. <laughs> so everyone else and I was just the odd one like, ah. But yeah, yeah I, I, I love slashers. Um, they're a lot of fun. Because how, how would you define slashers? Like pretty much where there's no supernatural entity, Correct. Yeah, kind of like um, <clears throat> like a thriller, almost. Almost thriller, yeah. Like mystery. But thrasher is because they're killing people. Like, the thrash part means yeah. like they're... And it, they're bloody. Wait, is that Jason? Is he thrash people? I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say Jason Voorhees is slasher is because he the one he's supernatural. I don't know yes. anything. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I love that about you. I love that about you. And because you're too scared to watch scary movies, I love that we can explain it to you. Yeah. So that way you're never lost. <laughs> When it comes to like, you know, yeah. <laughs> pop, pop culture. <laughs> and you'll, and, and when you hear about Scream, you'll be like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> cool. I'm excited. All right. Ooh, let's get into it then. Sick. Without further ado, here is Scream. Okay. So Drew Barrymore, as you mentioned before, the film opens with her and she gets a phone call. Um, she's super friendly, as Drew Barrymore is, and her name is like, Casey Becker, I think, in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a guy, and he's kind of got a, a he's sexy, got a sexy, he's boy. got a sexy. I looked boy. up the voice actor for this guy because it was so sexy. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, and he's ugly. <laughs> what? He's just a dude. Well, that's disappointing. But he has. A, I don't care. He has such a nice voice. Just say things to me. <laughs> Sorry. I keep going. But uh, maybe you should watch it. <laughs> You'll be like, yeah. <laughs> Cover your face in a sheet and just talk. <laughs> <laughs> Put a paper bag over your head. But anyway, so Drew Barrymore, she answers the phone and she's super friendly, but she's like, yeah, you probably have the wrong number. I'm not sure who you're trying to call right now. And she hangs up. 
he calls a couple times more and he kind of finally lures her into a conversation and he asks her what her scary movie is he asks her what her name is and then he she and she's pretty hesitant to reveal information and she's just having fun at this point she's like oh why do you want to know what why my do name you is know yeah, my she's name flirty yeah. drew barrymore and we love her she's and cute. she is so cute and he says and she's like, yeah, why do you want to know my name? And he's like, I want to know who I'm looking at. I want to know who I'm looking at. I know from TikTok. Oh, from TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I know. Um, and it's so, like, oh, scary. Ew, no. Scary. Wouldn't that be you? so freaky? Yeah. Um, so she tells him she has to go and she hangs up. He calls back again and again. And she asks what he wants. And he tells her if he hangs up, if she hangs up one more time, he's going to gut her like a fish. Ew. I know. So rude. So, okay, so she hangs up, <laughs> and the doorbell rings. No. It does, yes. Um, so she goes to call the police, but he calls again before she can dial the number. And she tells him to leave because her boyfriend's going to be there soon, and he he's going to kick his ass. Yeah. Yeah. But she had told him previously that she didn't have a boyfriend. Oh. Right? So at this point, we're like, does she have a boyfriend? Does she not have a boyfriend? What's going on? And he asks if her boyfriend's name is Steve. And it is. No. I know. And he instructs her to look out onto the patio. Stop. And she sees Steve, her boyfriend, tied to a chair. Not Steve. Our nar. Our Steve. Steve. <laughs> and he tells her he wants to play a game. No. And if he if she wins, he won't kill Steve. Yeah. Um, so he begins asking her horror movie trivia and one of the questions is the first I can't remember what the first question is but she gets it right and now he's like okay on to the real game and then he asks her who is the killer in Friday the 13th who's the killer in Friday the 13th Jason who's the killer in Friday the 13th what Sarah said Voorhees no you guys are dead you're murdered our our boyfriend died wait we're fine the boyfriend died no because okay listen in Friday the 13th, the first one, it's actually Jason Voorhees' mom. Oh, yeah. Actually, I know that weirdly. But, <laughs> but what a stinker. It's a but trick question. It's a trick question. That's exactly what she says. She's like, that's a trick question. And he kills her her boyfriend. In my defense, I've never seen Friday the 13th. You've never seen Friday the 13th? No. I'm guessing you've never seen Friday the 13th? No, but I know his mom's involved. You know what? I'm gonna We're going to have to do an episode on Friday the 13th. I would love to see it. It's actually not that good. If I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah. The leading lady in it is kind of lackluster. But that's fine. So yeah. anyway, you guys are both dead right now. If you were playing Wait, this game. We died too. Drew Barrymore dies too. Yeah. Well, I can't tell you, Sarah. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Steve's definitely done so. Wait, yeah. how did he get him? Did he really gut him he like a got, fish? He killed him like a fish. That's yeah. Um, how embarrassing. <laughs> I know how embarrassing that he didn't she didn't know that <laughs> oh is that how she how he was killed was embarrassing yeah that's what that's what I was thinking no you know what if my intestines were pulled out of my body dude that'd be so fucking embarrassing I'd be embarrassed for the person taking my guts out that's worse of them <laughs> I'm judging them as my guts are coming out that's true <laughs> <laughs> anyway so he kills Steve and then he um he says okay listen one more question and I'll leave you alone and he says, which door am I at? Stop. Yep. And if she's right, he'll let her live. The and back door. <laughs> that's your favorite door. It's the back door. <laughs> uh, so she, so we see Ghostface scurry 
long in the house no, and she you. sees him no thank you yeah she sees him scurrying in the house he's not being very secretive and um she's able to sneak outside and so as she sneaks outside she can actually see her parents because she's a teenager by the way she can see her parents driving up to the house oh my and gosh. she's like okay i need to make a run for it i need to catch my parents yeah so she t- she makes a run for it and then Ghostface catches up to her and he kills Stop. her um, so her parents enter the home, but they can see something is wrong, right? Yeah. Because she left popcorn on the stove. She, uh, there's like a chair was thrown through a window and just things are in a general state of disarray. So they know something is wrong and they go to find her and they find her body hanging from a tree with her guts hanging out. Ugh. Embarrassing. So embarrassing. Ugh. I know. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's kind of the fun thing about this movie is that, so Drew Barrymore was one of the bigger names in this movie and she's on the poster, right? Yeah. And so it's kind of fun. Actually, she auditioned for the role of uh, the main uh, character, yeah. right? But it, it was actually her idea for her to be killed off within the first scene because it's like, you think she's going to be your antagonist, right? Because yeah. she's, she's such leading lady material. Oh my gosh. I and mean, that's what people expect right going and into this movie that's cool exactly and so having your leading lady killed off essentially within the first 15 minutes of the movie you're like what's gonna happen next yes right and again you, think you know what's happening and it's like no no you don't and that's where the sort of subversiveness comes into play yeah right so uh super sad for yeah, that casey sucks. that's a bummer and steve steve let's not forget about steve Ghostface sucks he's a deck he's a doc there's a trick question and also don't <laughs> gut people <laughs> so we meet our protagonist sydney prescott who's played by nev campbell and she's sitting in her room and her boyfriend billy sneaks in through her window um and there's a she screams because he startles her and her dad goes to check on her and so the way her room is she has a a, a closet right next to her door so if she has her closet door open um it sh- nobody can get into the room and this and it comes into play a couple times during the movie um but anyway her dad's unable to enter the room and he's like okay listen hey i heard you scream okay you're cool and then he's like okay well i'm going out of town tonight what i'm staying at this hotel this is how you can contact me he's got a work trip and so he leaves and she's able to resume her nat with billy and <laughs> oh la la. and billy he's such a turd okay he's like knock off johnny depp Okay. Which is kind of funny because, so Wes Craven, he's the director of this movie. And I'm not sure if this was, like, done purposely. So he didn't direct the first Nightmare on Elm Street, but he directed one of the sequels. But in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, Johnny Depp is actually um, the main character's boyfriend. And I think they look so much alike and they just have that kind of same, like, I don't know. You you agree? The hotness. Yeah. Like a vibe. They have the same vibe. They just look a lot alike. We'll have to show you a picture later. Um, But he goes in here. He sneaks into her room. And then he complains about their lack of sex life, right? Mm -hmm. So they've been together for a while. So uh, Billy, he starts complaining about their lack of sex life. And and they've been together for a while. And he's like, oh, come on. We started off kind of hot and heavy. And now things are dying down. And he's Mm -hmm. just generally being a butthole about it. uh, The exorcist was on. Got me thinking of you. It did? Yeah. It was edited for TV, you know, all the good stuff was cut out, and it, it got me thinking of us. Now, two years ago, we started off hot and heavy. Nice, solid R rating on our way to an NC-17. And now, things have changed, and... So they kiss for a minute, and then she gives him the boot. 
And as he leaves, he lets... In his ass? Will you get away? <laughs> no, there's no boot in his ass, Paris. <laughs> and as he leaves, he lets her know he's not trying to rush their sex life. So they haven't done the deed yet. Oh. Ow. At, at school the next day, the police and news station are there investigating Casey and Steve's death. Um, we, need, we meet Sydney's best friend, Tatum, who's played by Rose McGowan. And she tells her what happened. And she says it's the worst murder in years since. And then she kind of trails off. Oh. But it's alluding to um, Nev Campbell's mom, Sydney's mom. We'll get more into that later. Uh-huh. So the police call Sydney into the principal's office to interview her, and we meet Dewey, who is a cop and Tatum's brother. Later, we see uh, Sydney with her friend group, which includes Billy, Tatum, her boyfriend Stu, who is Matthew Lillard. That's Shaggy. It's Shaggy, oh, okay, and from okay. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. And we guy. love him, and also Thirteen Ghosts, and uh, yeah, and we love him. He could tear me apart. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and randy uh, <laughs> i like how i said that and randy <laughs> and we discovered that Stu briefly oh by the way okay first off before i say this randy is obsessed with horror movies he mm-hmm. works at a video store back back when that was a thing oh my and he talks about horror movies all the time and he's like super into it and i basically i relate to randy yeah yeah and, and you know what if he was in the now he would have had a horror movie podcast just like this. <gasps> yeah, Cute. he would have. <laughs> I love that. Um, so we discovered that Stu briefly dated Casey, but she dumped him for Steve. And he's kind of being a dick about it. He's being insensitive. He's making jokes and like, you know, and obviously, you know, Sydney's uncomfortable. So back at Sydney's house, we hear her on the phone asking Tatum to spend the night. She feels the whole thing is like deja vu. That's what she says. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we're like, we know something's happened to her, but we're not sure exactly what. Yeah. So Sydney sits down to watch the news where she, she hears Gail Weathers, who's played by Courtney Cox from Friends. Oh. Um, and she's reporting on the murder. And, they, and she says they haven't seen such a tragedy since Sydney's mom was found raped and murdered no yeah um yeah so that night sydney is woken up by a phone call where tatum tells her she's on her way right after that she gets another phone call who is a mystery man she asks who it is but he won't tell her she thinks it's her friend randy because he loves horror movies playing a prank she he asks her what her favorite scary movie is and she doesn't like scary movies and she kind of makes a funny joke she's like Oh, scary movies. It always ends up with, like, some dumb bimbo, like, running up the stairs when she should be running outside. And, you know, it's again, it's a very, like, it's a very self-aware movie. Yeah. I'm from work because Tatum's on her way over. Do you like scary movies, Sydney? I like that thing you're doing with your voice, Randy. It's sexy. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. He asks her if she's alone in the house. He reveals that it is, in fact, not Randy. He tells her she he's on the porch. Oh, stop. Sydney opens the front door to check, but sees no one there. He tells her if she hangs up, she will die just like her mother. She goes back in her oh. house, where Ghostface pops out of the closet... And she's able to evade him where she runs to her room and blocks the door with her closet. 
Now, she tries to call 911, but the phone is disconnected. She contacts 911 through her computer, because I guess that's a thing. Uh, do, can you do that? Is that a real thing? Uh, like in the 90s? <laughs> probably not in the 90s. Nowadays, I feel like that's a thing, but... Well, I don't know. Anyway, so Ghostface disappears, and Billy pops up in her window. Stop. And he climbs in through her window, <laughs> and a phone falls out of his pocket. The shock, the confusion on Sarah's face. Billy. 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 B-I-L-L-Y. He can't be that dumb. <laughs> so, he can't be that dumb. Yeah, so Sydney. It's just a plant, right? It's just a. I don't know, is Who it? No, Is it? Too I easy. I don't know. Sydney runs to the front door where the cops are. So Dewey's waiting for her, and he's found the ghost-faced mask, which has been dropped. Huh. And um, Billy is arrested. Oh. Now, G- Gail Weathers, this bitch, she shows up again to do an interview. She's just pretty much everywhere all at once. Oh, okay. Um, and it's actually kind of funny because um, Courtney Cox from Friends, she was known as, like, the nice character. And I guess she had to really try hard to get this role because she wanted to show she could play like a bitch. Yeah. And it's so it's kind of fun. I love her in this role. Cool. To be honest, I feel like Courtney Cox is a bitch. What? Okay, like, <laughs> not really, but, like... I don't know. Like, Monica could be pretty bitchy. She could be. Um, But, you know, she actually met David Arquette on this movie. And this is where they fell in love. And I'm so sad that they're not together anymore. Oh. Anyway. (laughs) So, um, at the police station, Dewey is unable to contact Sydney's dad. Who's left. He's out of town. Um, And Billy is being interviewed. And he says he's innocent. And he's very convincing. I'm, I'm going to say he's he's like very, he's really selling it. Yeah. Um. He's then escorted to a jail cell. Sydney and Tatum leave through the back door to avoid the media, but Gail ambushes them there because she's everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. And Sydney asks her how her book is and punches her in the face. <gasps> so Gail has a book out, and it's basically covering the details of um her mom's murder, oh. right? Um. So at Tatum's house, Tatum's mom tells Sydney she has a phone call. On the phone, Ghostface calls and taunts her and says she's blamed the wrong guy again. With his sexy voice. It was a plant. Right? They got us. So (laughs) the next day... So Sydney's watching the news at Tatum's house, and um, basically this news is recapping that she was the key witness against a man whose name is Cotton Weary, and he's in prison for murdering her mom. So basically, she she said this one man was responsible that he, she saw him, and that's that who, who he's responsible for her mom's death. Um, at school again, Gail is waiting, and Sydney confronts her about her book. Gail believes that the man who's in prison, Cotton Weary, is innocent. Uh, she says that the man had an affair with Sydney's mom, and that um, and Sydney's like, "Well, listen, I saw him leaving. I saw him wearing Cotton Weary's coat." And she's like, "You saw somebody wearing Cotton Weary's coat, huh. right?" So there's like a little ooh mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, so so basically, Gail thinks the man who's in prison right now is innocent. Right? Oh, no. So Sydney runs into Billy and she's no longer she no longer believes that it was him who attacked her. Right. Because she got that phone call at the house and he's in jail. So it couldn't have been him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this part's kind of funny. Um, but Billy says she'd rather accuse him of murder than touch him and that she needs to get over his mom. Her mom's murder. What? Billy tells her that she needs to get over her mom's murder. So her mom's murder happened a year ago. 
Yeah, get over it. Right, girl, and he's like, you're being listen, dramatic. listen, this is cringe. He, you, you, it's time to move on oh right Lord. now. I know that the woman that gave you life died a year ago, but like, you really gotta get over it, man. Yeah, you're being embarrassing. Well, basically, he's like, you know, you. This isn't exactly what he says, but basically, we kind of Sydney's been in a state of grief, and they've been together, you know, since before her mom's murder. Yeah, and so basically, it's just taking her a long time to you know process it and and she she clearly How feels some way of process it. that man but it is kind of affecting their relationship in a way sure which fair you know i mean he didn't word it very well but yeah. you know and sh- and so basically she storms off and she's like you know sorry i'm not like you basically where the worst thing that happened to you was that your parents got a divorce right sorry i'm not perfect like you stab my mom got murdered yeah <laughs> oh you st- you're gonna stab him no, I just mean like a little, not a, not a literal stab, but like, oh, oh. you hurt me. So oh, I'm going to hurt. taking a little dig at him. I'm going to hurt you with the thing that hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stab you. That's how, that's how Sarah handles things. Stab. <laughs> so Sydney runs into the bathroom where she hears girls saying that she made it all up, that she had made the attack all up. Ew. And the girls speculate that she's a slut, just like her mother, Gross. and that maybe she's the murderer. They're not nice. Those no. aren't your friends. So, yeah, they're just sitting there gossiping. And she's hiding in a bathroom stall. And she's, like, hearing them say this nasty stuff about her. But basically, it's established that her mom got around. And there's rumors, basically, around the town that her mom was having some fun. That she was sucks. just having a good time, you know? Sometimes, you just need to be passed around. Oh, no. oh Paris. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's like discrediting her. They're just totally discrediting like what happened. Like yes. she's still that happened to her and that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So the girls leave and so Sydney leaves the stall that she's in and again she's attacked by Ghostface. Stop it. Who's hiding in a stall? I don't like it. Right? Go away. But again, this is just a fleeting moment and she, cuz she's able to escape as she does. What? Um so outside the school Dewey and Gail have a flirtatious moment. Oh, oh. and it's sweet because they get married in real life and they're together. Oh. <laughs> um, but she's pretty much just trying to schmooze him, right? Because she wants the deets. Because he's a cop, right? Oh. So she's like, I want I want your details, man. Yeah. Um, and they also, it's established, they still haven't found Sydney's dad. Um, so school has been canceled after Sydney's attack, and Stu declares that he's throwing a party at his house, which feels inappropriate, but I guess that's what teenagers do. <laughs> um, but Tatum convinces Sydney to go. And just as a side note, the principal is murdered. No. Just because. Was it when Ghostface was at the school? Yeah, okay. Ghostface kills him. Yuck. What a, what a, he sucks. What a jerk. He's not nice. Um, Later, Sydney and Tatum are discussing her mom's murder, and Sydney's kind of beginning to think like maybe, maybe it wasn't this guy caught and weary, and she's she's beginning to feel feel doubt, and she's like, what if the murderer is still out there, mm-hmm. right? So maybe it's connected to what's happening now. Yeah. And then we flash over to the movie store, and we hear a conversation between Randy and Stu, and Randy believes it's Billy, and Stu thinks it's probably Sydney's dad because they can't find him anywhere, and mm-hmm. maybe he's just like going crazy because of his wife's affair and and this and that mm-hmm. um but and then he also you know randy he connects everything to horror movies and like what would what would a horror movie plot be and yeah. everything's rules for him again it's it calls back to that sort of self-awareness for the movies 
I mean, he's like, no, it's uh, Sydney's dad. It's it's just a red herring, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Dewey talks to the chief, where the chief tells him the calls made to Sydney were traced back to her dad's phone. Oh no! Oh no! And that it's almost the anniversary of her mother's death. At Stu's house party, Gail is outside investigating, and Dewey is there to keep it safe. And then they kind of go into the party together for a minute, and Gail hides a camera in the living room. Um, So at the party, Tatum goes into the garage to get a beer and is murdered by Ghostface. Oh, And he kills her in, like, again, the most undignified way. She tries to crawl through a doggy door to escape, which is through the garage door. And then he presses the button on the garage door, which I'm going to be real right now. I don't think that would actually kill anybody. Would it? I don't know. They had to put... Sen- they have sensors now, right? There must have been a time when there wasn't sensors, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. We need to Google this if anybody's ever had death by garage door. I know, like, if you're messing with the wires, people have gotten decapitated, but that's a totally different what? thing. Yeah, like, if your garage door is broken, have a professional fix it, because you can kill yourself. Yeah. What? Yeah. There's something about the mechanics of it or something. Yeah. When people try and fix their garage doors themselves, they've just died. That's bananas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. So they can kill you. Okay. Like, yeah. So at this point, who are you thinking the killer might be? I have no idea. I have no idea. It's not her dad. And it wasn't Billy. Those Billy would have been too obvious. But I have no idea. Okay. Stu, is he the one that likes horror movie stuff? No, that's Randy. Randy? Randy loves horror movies. I don't think he would actually do it. But the people in the true crime, they liked horror movies. So maybe. That's true. And, yeah. you know, there was that case of these have you heard of this case before? I can't remember their names right now. But they were kind of inspired by Scream also to kill people and, like, record it. And do you know is what I'm talking about? The Cassie case. Is it? Is that her name? Yeah. I feel like it is. It was two high school boys, and they just decided to kill one of their friends one night, and she was house-sitting. She was babysitting. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if that was from this movie I think or her name is Cassie. Of, they sucked. Dude. Yeah. Those so basically, sucked. yeah, these kids were inspired by horror movies, and yes. they were like, Let's Yeah, so it someone. could be like that. If, and they freaking, like hid their videotapes they videotaped like what they were planning yeah they had their mask and their weapons and they like buried it pretty close to the house right like fucking idiots i can't remember but that was an interesting case um but yeah again inspired by scream Mm -hmm. so later the party is dying down and people are starting to leave nobody knows that tatum has been killed yet and uh billy goes there to kind of talk with sydney and they go up to the bed a bedroom and have a talk Billy apologizes and Sydney apologizes and she says she can't wallow and grieve forever and that she can't live in denial about who who her mom was. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they bang. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You got to face the facts. Your mom was a whore. Let's fuck. (laughs) Let's fuck. (laughs) So, yeah, they they smash. Um, but it's kind of funny because as they're smashing, Billy is, or not Billy, uh, Randy's downstairs and they're watching Halloween mm-hmm. and he's explaining the ro- rules of horror movies and he's like, you know, if you're a virgin, you, you can't die in a horror movie. Them's the rules. Oh no. <laughs> right? I see. That's funny. Gail sits in her news anchor van watching the party from her hidden camera. Dewey shows up. Why did I say it like that? Dewey. Dewey. <laughs> he shows up and he tells her that there's a car down the road that's been reported. And he asks if she wants to go for a walk with him to investigate. Oh, it's cute. romance. 
Uh, and Ran- so Randy gets a call that the principal has been murdered. Oh, nobody knows yet. Nobody but now knows they know. yet. And the rest of the party leaves. They're like, woo! <laughs> I don't like awful, awful kids. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> principal's been murdered. Principal's been murdered. No school tomorrow. So basically th- that just leaves Randy, Billy, Stu, and Sydney in the house. On Gail and Dewey's walk, they discover that it was Sydney's dad's car Stop. that was abandoned down the road. No. And that, that was the car that was reported. Oh, no. So after doing the deed, Sydney and Billy are talking in the room. And she asks who he called when he was in jail for his one phone call. And she's like, you know, it would actually be pretty clever of you to use your one phone call um, to call just to, like, throw me off your trails, right? Um, which, you know, she's not wrong. But just as she's starting to say this, it, you know, Billy <laughs> is stabbed by yeah. Ghostface. And again, Bill, uh, Sydney is able to escape. Um, she runs and she falls out of a window and she sco- discovers Tatum's body. And she runs to Gail's van where the cameraman is still waiting. In the camera, they see Randy sitting and Ghostface is creeping up behind no. him. The cameraman goes to save Randy, but he's killed by Ghostface, who's just waiting outside the van. But again, uh, Sydney's able to get away. Yeah. Gail goes to get help, and Dewey goes inside the house. Gail calls 911, but she's startled by Randy, and she hits him repeatedly in the face with her phone and drives off. She almost hits Sydney, who's also outside, oh and then gosh. she kind of she crashes her van into a tree. Oh my gosh! So, so she handled that spectacularly. Yeah, so she's away for a she minute. She did all that really good. She did every move perfect. Yeah. Those were all good things <laughs> that she did. Wow! So uh, Sydney goes to the house to find Dewey. Dewey, le- he's walking out of the door, the front door, and he's stabbed and collapses on the patio. Sydney goes to Dewey's body and takes his gun. Randy and Stu run up to her, and she doesn't know who to trust. So yeah. she, because so Stu is still alive, Randy's still alive. They're both outside. We yeah. know Randy's just been viciously attacked by a phone. Yeah, Stu doesn't really know what's going on, and so and she has she's holding this gun, and she's she's she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know who to trust. So yeah. she goes inside the house and she shuts the door. So inside, Billy is still alive, and Sydney gives him the gun. He opens the door and Randy runs in and says that Stu has gone mad. Billy shoots Randy. Wait, who says who's gone mad? Randy said Stu has gone mad. Randy's the guilty one. He's lying. That's but then what I'm Billy guess. shoots him. Mm, oh. Billy shoots so him. So he thinks what I thought. So then maybe it's too obvious. And then we discover that Billy's stabbing was staged. Oh, no, it's Billy. It's Billy. They, they're, wow, that's such a good, wow, that's so good. I know. That's it's so, it's so good. Yeah. Um, so Stu has entered the house from another door, and he uses the voice changer that we know as the vo- voice of Ghostface. So it's Stu and Billy. Oh. Ghostface is two people. Yep. See, two sexies I- with a sexy voice. Yeah. So yeah. So my things were correct, but I just was like, no. Yeah, but that's that's, again, that's so, so fun. That's, but that's so good. Right? That's what they want. Exactly. What good writing? That's so fun. So it's a cliche, but they're still they're able to throw you off the scent yes. of that cliche. That's so good. Um. So they tell Sydney they were the ones who actually killed Sydney's mom and framed Cotton Weary. Gross. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then Not she Cotton. 
And she's like, why? Why are you doing this? And and Billy tells her that her mom is the reason her his parents divorced. Right? So basically, Sydney's mom was getting around, mm. as she do, you know. Mm-hmm. It ain't against the law. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's bad, though. Don't do that. Um, and then, but, so he's like, yeah, you're the, your mom's the reason my parents got divorced. And they, she's she's why my mom abandoned me. So I'm going to do this psycho stuff to you. And it's so justified. It's yeah. crazy. So Stu leaves. Ew, I hate it. And uh, comes back with Sydney's dad, who is still alive. But they explain they're going to frame him for Sydney's murder. And, for, and they're going to be basically the only survivors. Billy and Stu are going to be the only survivors of this massacre, right? Yeah. So, but to make it more realistic, Billy and Stu take turns stabbing each other, oh right? So that it, it's, it seems legit, right? Um, and so Gail shows up and points a gun at them. Um, and she goes to shoot and she realizes the safety is on. Shoot. So Billy attacks her and knocks her out, basically. And, but during this commotion, Sydney has managed to escape yet again. Sydney has called the police and is hiding. Um, Sydney jumps out of a closet and stabs Billy with an umbrella. And then Stu tackles her and she's able to kind of evade and she gets free from him. And then she pushes a TV on his head, killing Stu. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a perfect end, though. Yeah. You know what? You're so right. Yeah. You're so right. Uh, but Billy comes to, and he, he tries to stab Sydney, but again is shot by Gail. This time, obviously, she's figured out how to turn the safety off the gun. And then Sydney shoots him in the head for good measure. Right? Sick. Just, yeah. you know, because that, that's horror movie rules. You got to shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Zombie rules, too. <laughs> uh, so it's discovered Randy and Dewey are still alive, and Sydney is reunited with her dad. Aww. So all the people we really liked survived (laughs) and the movie ends with gail reporting on the case at the home that night and that is scream wow fun yeah what'd you think that's so good so good yeah so you weren't able to figure out who it was no because i kept saying no that's too obvious right exactly they were smart that's kind of the twist there it's like what's the most obvious thing they kind of twist it and they yeah yeah but they know what you're coming in what kind of expectations you're coming in with as a viewer exactly and how to kind of subvert that and play with that that's brilliant that's yeah. so fun that's and that's that's why scream is what it is so Cute. yeah have you seen any of the scream movies no because there's more than one there's so, how so does that many work? so basically but you just get the mask i guess you it doesn't really matter the person yes. behind. it's just the mask exactly yeah and the i think the only scream movie i really liked after this one was um scream four did you watch scream four i've only seen the one scream We'll have to watch all the screams just for fun. I've heard this on TikTok. No, Mr. Ghostface, don't kill me. I want to be in the sequel. So that was Tatum. That <laughs> oh, was <really>? Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> and then another one. What is it? Oh, I guess all those muscles didn't help. Sorry about your boyfriend. Is that one, Miss? That's from that one. That's when he kills. I'm pretty sure that's when he kills um, Casey's boyfriend, Steve. That's all those muscles. That voice, that guy, such good delivery. It like, that's, it was so fun. I, that's so that's somebody's legit voice. Yeah. What? Yeah. They said it's a voice changer. Oh, man. But it was no, some it's dude's a real voice. Dude. It's a real guy. Like, he just did such a good job. That's crazy. And it's written so well, too. But, like, I, yeah, I love good voice acting. Me, too. I hate Me too. Mark voice Hamill. Acting. Right? Yes. Mm hmm. As Joker, oh my gosh, he will always and as be Joker. Chucky. I didn't know that. Yeah, Chucky, Chucky, and huh? then so in the newer Ch- Chucky movie, is it? Is he also? 
No, he's not. Um, never mind. Because remember when we tried to watch that Chucky series? That was that was the same guy. That was Mark Hamill. No, I'm pretty sure it was actually the original voice of Chucky. Hasn't the hasn't Chucky been voiced by the same guy for every movie? Yes, with the exception, I'm pretty sure. Don't fact check me. Of um, there was the newer one with Aubrey Plaza, which I really liked, and Mark mm-hmm. Hamill is the voice of Chucky in that. I remember seeing that advertised. It was really good. We'll have to cover that one. I loved that movie. I love Chucky. I love the Chucky series. Me too. So good. That gave me nightmares as a kid. Did it really? And every night I would turn off my life and I would jump under my over my bed because I was I was scared of a little doll hand coming up and grabbing my ankles. There's like a scene where Chucky reaches out under the bed and he have, grabs a kid. Have ankle. you seen the original Chucky movie or any Chucky movie? Only whatever that was. Where he he reaches out under the bed and he comes out of a box and he grabs a kid's ankle and that freaked me out. Oh. That scared me so much. Chucky's kind of an interesting series because the first one starts off as kind of like pure horror and then it kind of devolves oh, into he gets comedy silly and he gets yes. a wife. Yeah, doll. who's what is her name? What's she's her name? cute, Tiffany. Tiffany, but then who's the, the actress? Who's she's the like, actress. What's her name? Jennifer Tilly. Thank you. And she's got that great voice. She does. She's I love so Jennifer Tilly. She's just so cool. Yes, I love Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so basically every Scream movie, there's new ghost face, and they each have, like, different motivations for doing what they are doing, but I yeah. really like the fourth one because I feel like that's, like, the most realistic motivation for a ghost face. I really hated the newer, the fifth and sixth ones that mm-hmm. just came out with Jenna Ortega. <laughs> I saw them both in theaters. Yeah. And I was really disappointed. Yeah. I did not like them at all. Well, you know, Wes Craven, he died. Oh, no. That's so sad. he's not, he wasn't involved in making them. Yeah. Which is probably. She was just the spooky girl. Just t- take her and put her something spooky. She's and actually, spooky one. one of the leading actresses, not Jenna Ortega, but she was booted from the movies. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to make more. Yeah. But she was booted from the movies for basically talking about like. I don't want to say politics, but you know, not without getting into that specific topic, but talking about Pakistan and Israel. Yeah. Not Pakistan. Wow. Uh, it's Palestine. Palestine. <laughs> Let's blame the vodka on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pakistan and Israel. <laughs> you know, them Pakis. No. <laughs> Whoops, Palestine is what I definitely said. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> she was painted from the movies. Wow, I'm dumb. No, you're not. You know, they sound similar, okay? Pakistan, Palestine. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, she got two. Yeah. So what did you think? It's good. It's It's good. smart. It's smart. Yeah. I I don't like people dying still. Like, that makes me sad and it's scary. Well, that's the whole point. They're not dying in real life. Yeah, I know. know. It's still, yeah. I'm like still sad. And then I think, like, I start to feel scared because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just so scary. Have you seen Jennifer's body? No. Have you heard of it? But my friend told me I should see it. You know, know. don't watch it. Don't watch it. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, tell me about it instead. I don't want to. Because I want to do that. That's scary because there's like a demonic thing and she gets possessed and that's totally too scary for me. I want to watch it. Yeah. And 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 talk about it. I'd love that. And then, so do you think you would watch Scream? Is that a movie you think you'd be interested in watching? I don't want to see Guts. Well, you're not going to see Guts. Only for a brief second. Um, Maybe if you tell me when it closes my eyes. Okay. I'll just pretend like. They're getting tickled or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Deal. But maybe. you would watch it, maybe. Maybe. More than you would watch, say... Well, I saw Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. If you can watch Cabin... I, I would say and it's way less scary. scary, scary stuff in Cabin it in the wasn't, Woods. It wasn't... It's not as much and as... And people died in horrible ways. 
That's true. Like really horrible ways. And I was very upset. People only get stabbed and killed with garage doors. In the <laughs> garage doors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paris. Any last words? I just got to take this phone call. <laughs> Don't mind me. All right. Sarah, any last words? Guess all those muscles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm on the hunt for a voice changer for no particular reason. Until next time. 